I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, September 16th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So some sad news came out today, Jay, that I did want to talk about. Roger Federer, in my opinion, the greatest tennis player of all time, has announced his retirement. And he was actually kind of on and off for the past three years, but mostly off. Like He hasn't played a lot in the past few years. And it's just, it's sad to see it. He's been around like much of my life. As you know, I grew up in a tennis family. And so I was watching a ton of tennis growing up. And Roger Federer was just like a constant presence. So anyways, it's, it's crazy to see him go. Do you have any initial thoughts, Jay? I like Roger Federer, but I'm a Rafael Nadal guy. But I think it's certainly a changing of the garden tennis with Serena Williams and Roger Federer saying goodbye in the same year. It'll be sad to see him go. But I also love the stories of 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds just like, jumping on the scene and, and making a huge splash. So there's always this cycle in tennis and I'm ready for the next one. I know, but the cycle, in my opinion, the cycle lasted too long. The top three guys, Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer, essentially won, well, you can add Murray in there too, but they essentially won every Grand Slam for the past 20 years. And so it's finally nice. You see Alcaraz winning the US Open. He's 19. It's great to see just a whole new generation of players taking over. And while I'm sad to see Federer retiring, and I'm, it was, you know, Nadal lost in the third round of the US Open, and Djokovic, well, he just couldn't play for his own reasons. But, you know, it's, it's fun to see this new guard take over, and I think it's going to revive the sport and put some more life into it. So it's exciting, but it's also sad at the same time. I've got mixed emotions. And you never won a Grand Slam, Brett. But aside from that, what do we have for Peak Pals today? You have to rub it in, Jay. We've got a great basket of stories for you today. For our first story, Patagonia is going even more green than they were. For our second story, Adobe is buying Figma. And for our last story, Walmart wants to style you digitally. For our first story, all you Patagonia heads can rock your puffer vests with pride this weekend as the apparel company took unprecedented action for corporate social responsibility. I'm a huge fan of Patagonia. As you know, Jay, I've got a couple sweaters myself, and this is exciting. So here's what's happening. Founder Yvonne Chouinard, along with his family, gave away control of the three billion dollar company to a trust and a not-for-profit organization tackling environmental issues. The company's voting stock now belongs to the Patagonia Purpose Trust, designed to protect that company's value while all of its common shares went to a newly established not-for-profit called Holdfast Collective. All of Patagonia's profits, which is roughly about $100 million a year, that'll all be donated entirely to initiatives fighting climate change and protecting underdeveloped lands. Here's the history of Patagonia. Chenard, a former rock climber who became an apparel mogul almost by accident, has had a long history of social and environmental action through Patagonia. In 2002, he co-founded what's called the 1% for the Planet. It's a coalition of businesses that give 1% of their sales every year to environmental causes. Patagonia was also an early adopter of many forward-thinking business practices like on-site childcare, doting at 100% of sales on certain days, and offering trade credits for used merch. In recent years, its activism and green practices increased, doing things like suing the Donald Trump administration and investing in regeneratively grown cotton. The bottom line is in 2018, the company changed its official mission statement to Patagonia is in business to save our home planet. This move puts its money where its mouth is. And, and this is pretty interesting. So as companies increasingly tout ESG commitments, we talk about that all the time on this program, Schwinar told the New York Times that he hopes the move will influence a new form of capitalism. But for now, Patagonia is just in a whole new league of ESG, Jay. For our second story, Adobe agreed to buy design software company Figma 
for $20 billion, that's with a B, $20 billion in what will be the largest acquisition ever of a private software company if it gets approved. And to think, I remember, Jay, this was, what, 12 years ago when Facebook bought Instagram for a billion dollars? I thought that was a big number. $20 billion, that's a whole new level. That is a new level, and it is a lot of money. But let's start with why this matters. Adobe already has overwhelmingly market dominance in the design software space. This purchase stands to snuff out burgeoning competition before it could actually take off. It feels like it's taken off enough for them to buy for $20 billion, Jay. And look, all this is happening because Adobe shares have lost more than a third of their value this year as investors have grown wary of its position as more accessible competitors like Figma spring up. Figma, which allows collaborators to work on the same project simultaneously in real time and has a robust free tier, grew in popularity over the pandemic and showed huge potential. It's way easier to use than Photoshop. Now, in response, Adobe launched freemium versions of its marquee product Photoshop, but Figma remained a hit among students and even big companies like Microsoft. Now, Figma will continue to operate as a standalone product with co-founder and CEO Dylan Field saying on Twitter that Adobe will better help it achieve its vision of making design accessible. There's also a funny tweet, Jay, where the Figma CEO says, we're trying to be Figma, not Adobe. This was a few years ago. He deleted it. <laughs> but the acquisition brings to mind Adobe's previous purchases of competitors like Fireworks and Freehand. Ever heard of them? You probably haven't. And it's because they were killed off after they were acquired. <laughs> yeah, capabilities from graphic editor Fireworks were integrated into Photoshop before it was shut down, while illustration tool Freehand, well, they were merged into Illustrator. For now, it looks like Figma is safe, but Adobe's history of absorbing beloved products has given some in the design industry pause. And if we zoom out, there you go. Yep. None of this matters till the deal goes through. Given the US FTC has new directives to be more proactive in blocking potential antitrust violations, that's no sure thing, Brett. And for our last story. Walmart wants your semi-nude photos. What could possibly go wrong, Brett? Want to elaborate what's going on? Well, that's between me and Walmart, Jay. Look, the company has launched its Be Your Own Model Tool, which is what I try to do every day, which uses a user's full-body photo to simulate the dressing room experience with Walmart fashion finds. Over 270,000 items across brands can be tried on using the new tool. Imagine being able to switch between shirts and different colors, sizes, sleeve lengths, well, all in seconds. Now, the technology builds on Walmart's Choose My Model experience, which is different from the Be Your Own model, not to be confused, which lets you see clothes on one of 50 models with a variety of skin tones, heights, and sizes. And this matters because retailers are increasingly asking customers to strip down and play dress up via AR tools, but questions over how they will keep these images have really gone unanswered, Brett. Are you concerned, Jay? A little concerned. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm i not big on like taking my clothes off in Walmart change rooms anyway, so I don't really know where to put this. I'm not going to put more photos online to put on those clothes, but I think it is an interesting development and use for AR tools. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, the one thing I'm most excited about this winter, are you ready? Well, I'm not excited for winter at all, but let me hear it. I know. I bought a new Patagonia jacket in April on sale that nice. I'm super excited to start wearing. So, you know, if I'm supporting the, the environment and wearing a great coat come this winter to stay warm, then we've really, we've accomplished a lot. Patagonia squad. I've also got a Patagonia coat. And so we'll be, maybe we'll match. <laughs> that would be so cute, Brett. Have a good day. <laughs> you too, Jay.